0: So, we're sitting here in Paiuhunaru this morning, a place where the water flows, land and home of the Numu, and of many of us here at Three Creeks, listening to the sounds of the jets overhead, the Air Force not so far away. We are in our own sanctuary, and at the same time, we're in the story of what is happening in our world. It's no mistake, the spirit of counsel includes everything that's here. So we listen together, and I reach out through this lens to you. It's a little shy for me, but with Tina's help, I'm here to share this audiobook. a reading, a streaming, a dreaming. And I give thanks for the water here that will help me be with you on this water planet. What to say um, other than welcome and invite you to a listening. The name of this journey is Kaleidoscope. It's already been called a memoir I call it a weaving of story and dreams, past, present, and future, finding my way home. In any journey, navigation is pretty essential, but I'm gonna invoke a boat for us, a container, as we travel together. So I wrote this little ditty You may enter anywhere or ride the wave linear or spiral thread throughout this rave pieces here i hope may serve and help us all awaken a dreamtime nerve written by hand with few edits early in the mornings when the nighttime demanded it you can listen or read chapter by chapter or dive in the water most anywhere the books are named for sourcing where they were inspired over the past three years. And the chapter titles are keywords, hopefully serving as a gateway to content you may find of interest. It's always good to have a dedication. That's the way we begin in the spirit of counsel. And so here I say this recording, podcast, rant or rave whatever you choose to name it. It's a sharing, a simple offering to the past generation, those here now, and those who will come. It is dedicated, as am I, to the intergenerational journey with all of its bumps, frustrations, disappointments, and hopefully appreciations and rewards. I remember in the late 60s and 70s, when many of us began giving our attention to the grief and the tragedy of what was happening in this world, on this earth, what destruction, extraction was going on. The more I read, studied, and listened to what was happening to our food, our soil, our bodies, my body and the earth body, the more helpless I felt. And despite the marches for civil rights, the freedom cry ringing loud and clear, the bearing witness even then, yes, to injustice, to the inhumanity and to the heartlessness, nothing, and I really say nothing, seemed enough. In the eighties was when I heard the Hopi prophecy, as well as that of the condor and the eagle. I listened to the messages from the Kogi and from so many other indigenous peoples. They all rang true. And it was then that I said, how can I give up? How can I not find a way to continue to care, and to show up. I was buoyed by ancient peoples that had been carrying on from time immemorial. It was for me to join them, to learn from them, to give my attention fully to the river that we are in together. That said, I dedicate any change I can be part of any sacrifice that I can make or any beauty that we can co-create to those who have lived and walked with such care and such love and been truth carriers for so long. To this day, I say thank you. And with that, I'm moving already to acknowledgements, dedications and acknowledgements. They come together. I am grateful for my Irish and German ancestors. I have to say who caused harm as well as I imagine caused and created a lot of beauty. And I give thanks for close personal encounters with those that I name specifically, the Numu, Paiute, the Hopi, Lakota, Chumash, Haida, Navajo, Weechul, Aboriginal Australian, Northwest Coast peoples, the tribes are too many to name, and the individuals, I say, You know who you are too. Thank you for touching and teaching me. With the identity of white woman settler, relearning history every day, I continue as a nomad. That migratory species feeling to be a visitor, ultimately from the stars, the ocean, beyond boundaries. A guest steward at best while on this turtle island, finding the stepping stones, the rocks in the river, as I walk with water. I feel it is important actually in this moment to acknowledge my primary teachers yet again, the waterways, the desert lands, and the uncountable, unnameable stars that are mirroring, guiding, reflecting the watering holes and us little ones down here every day. It is essential to say, as the migratory species I dare to name myself, that my life has been informed, inspired, and so deeply touched by the cetaceans, these sea creatures on this water planet. All species all voices in a council, but these ones are truly to be acknowledged as the oldest heart, mind, brains, beings living on this planet. So along with dedications and acknowledgments of the olders and the elders, I want to name the youngers. I want to I want to share this for my godchildren. Maybe now I should say god adults for many of them. Josh and Jen, Marie and Tara, Sam, so many more I could continue to name. You know who you are. For my truly beloved partners in service who know who they are too but I honor and name you here. Christina, Roger, Will, Jack, Marlo, Orland. For all of the women who paved the way or better yet invited me to join them. Joan Halifax, Meredith Little, Joanna Macy, for my co-travelers over the long distances of oceans and even galaxies, Peter Shenstone, Linda Tellington Jones, Sabina Lichtenfeld, and yes, got a name, dear Wynn, my beloved cultural translator, the king of debrief, my combat partner, and lover on this journey. And perhaps the greatest guidance, I'll say comes from being in council, in community, and in ceremony. The circle of life. There are too many teachers in everyday moment to name or to acknowledge. That's a gift. So I am in gratitude, actually my most favorite place to be, for all mentioned in these stories, as well as the many not mentioned. know you are probably not forgotten. And actually, some of you may be happier that you are not mentioned. So I say, forgive me. Forgive me if you are able for any offense missing or hurt. We know our stories are never the same or 100% accurate. How could they be when they come from but one voice as now? How could they be when they're part of a journey, a family, an event, a ceremony, a council, That's what makes this story so real, so imperfect. And in that, I hope so true. Mine is only a small piece in the larger kaleidoscope, part of the circle, one mirror, one lens, on a multifaceted image. And knowing that the story can be turned again and again Perhaps it will go on. And with that, I say, may we continue. Jump in and ride the whole wave over the next months, or you decide when to have a listening. May it be good for all beings, for all our relations. My little acupuncture point in the big pond.